Welcome to Midlife Magic, the podcast where women in their 40s and 50s rewrite the rules of what it means to thrive in midlife. We're going to dive deep into the heart of midlife, sharing insights on how to unleash your power, move with purpose, and nourish your body. But that's not all. We're also delving into the art of crafting fulfilling relationships, parenting with purpose, and growing into the best version of yourself. So if you're ready to make your 40s and 50s your most remarkable decades yet, join us on Midlife Magic as we unlock the secrets to living life to the fullest. Let's make magic happen together. Welcome to the latest episode of Midlife Magic. This is your host, Michelle Bazinet. And today I am going to be sharing my experience with you of going alcohol free in 2023. Now, I think I'm going to start back and just kind of share with you why I went alcohol free in 2023, just so you have a bit of background and understanding. And from my experience of being alcohol free, I actually think a lot of people were thinking that I thought I had a drinking problem. Now, I know, it's interesting. I'm just going to say, I know I didn't have a drinking problem, but I'm going to share a couple of things with you that have made me reflect about my dependency on alcohol. And it's something that I want all of you guys to think of the same thing and if to see if you also depend on alcohol. So let me back up to November of 2022. I was at a conference with some friends and I maybe had half a bottle of wine all weekend. I woke up in the middle of the night and for some reason, I just had this thought of, I am just not going to drink anymore. Like I don't need to drink. Now I feel like sometimes with wine, I hadn't been feeling as good after drinking even one glass. Like it, it wasn't this dramatic feelings that I was having. It wasn't that I felt hungover or anything like that, but I just felt like alcohol was starting to affect how I feel in my body and I wasn't drinking much. So it's, it was just me tuning in to my body. So I made that decision in November and I actually thought between November and, you know, the end of the year, I would probably drink a little extra because I'd feel like I'd have to like, you know, make up for it or like get all that I could get before the new year came, but I actually wasn't drinking much at all. Like I just didn't have this desire to, which is really interesting. I would, again, just practicing mindfulness and tuning in. So January 1st, I went alcohol free and, um, it was, it was a really great experience and I'm really proud of myself for doing it. And throughout the year, I spent a lot of time reflecting and observing and paying attention and being mindful of myself and how I felt around alcohol, how I felt about alcohol, but also was really paying attention to, to the people around me. Like it made me really curious watching people. I almost wish I could sit with people and have a really deep conversation about why they do drink. Now, why they drink is none of my business. So I never initiated any of those conversations, but I had a lot of curiosity around that. So I want to share with you four things that I learned on this journey of being alcohol-free. So the first thing is making the decision to be alcohol-free showed me how drinking alcohol had become a habit for me. I didn't even know it had become a habit. And how do I know it became a habit? I was about two weeks into January of 2023, and I remember leaving a mall with my daughters 
And as I'm exiting the mall, there's a liquor store where you can buy wine across the street. And my eyeballs saw the LCBO, that's what we call it. And the second my eyeballs saw it, I felt this feeling of excitement inside, like I get to go buy wine. And I don't know I why I was feeling this, but it showed me that this has been a reaction that I had been having when I would see an LCBO. And that was really interesting for me to experience, first of all, because the the feelings came immediately. Like I didn't even have a chance for like to think about what was going on, but immediately I felt the excitement of I get to go and buy alcohol. Now, obviously I didn't buy it because I'm alcohol free, but I'm like, okay, this is something I need to pay attention to that it seems to me that drinking had become a habit. I had another experience, not in 2023, but prior to that, I listened to this podcast and the host of this podcast, um, the armchair expert. So Dak Shepard, he is a recovering alcoholic. And I remember like he talks about it a lot. And I recall listening to him and actually thinking that I feel sorry for alcoholics because they can never have a drink again. Like I couldn't imagine me never, ever having a drink again. And I want to know, I'm curious to know, is that a problem? Is it a problem for me if I cannot fathom not having a drink again? Part of me thinks it is a problem. (laughs) And I want you to ask yourself, like, do you think you could ever go a lifetime without alcohol? Do you think you can go a month without alcohol? Do you think you can go two months, three months, a year, whatever it is? And, And if you feel like you can't go without it, there's something for you to think about. Like, why can't you go about it? And what is the dependency that you have with it? And I just want to preface like anything that I'm saying today, it's really just coming with curiosity. I don't mean to be sound judgmental towards anybody and their opinions and their things and their habits. It is really just me being like honestly curious about what is going on with us, me, you, everybody, and alcohol. That was my number one, making the decision to be alcohol free. It showed me how drinking alcohol had become habit. Number two, me not drinking alcohol. I really felt like it made other people uncomfortable, not everybody and not all of the time, but in certain social situations, it really made people uncomfortable. If we are at a party and people are having shots, it got really awkward when I was around, or if there is a group of people having a toast, like I wasn't included, which is okay. I'm okay with that. I understand it. I kind of use this analogy that if I had to be on a gluten-free diet, I don't expect to go to someone's house and have them prepare a gluten-free meal for me. I would bring my gluten-free food for myself and not expect other people to modify what they're doing for me. And I, I, that's the same attitude I had with alcohol. I don't expect other people to have alcohol-free beverages for me. It is my responsibility. But I noticed the uncomfortableness. I could see it in the body language. I can see it sometimes the way they would look at me. I see sometimes in their reaction to hearing that I'm not drinking, like they, they really felt uncomfortable. They actually would try to, I felt like people would often try to say, well, 
it is okay. It's okay to drink every once in a while. And I said, I know, I know it's okay. I'm just choosing to not drink for this year. I just want to explore it and see how it makes me feel. But they were uncomfortable and almost trying again to make me understand that it is okay if you have some drinks. I feel like they thought that I thought I had a drinking problem. I don't think I had a drinking problem. I just wanted to do this little experiment with myself to see how I felt and how I would respond. Number three is this one. This one may push some buttons. Okay. And again, this is not with judgment. This is with curiosity. This is just with observation. There is a lot of people I I believe have issues with alcohol and don't even realize it. The amount of people that were shocked that I wasn't drinking and the amount of conversations that I have with people like telling me that they just they just couldn't do it. Like they enjoy it and they enjoy how it feels. They enjoy how it tastes. Like I understand all of that. But I, I truly, like, again, I would have loved to have had conversations with people, but it is none of my business, <laughs> would have truly loved to just dig deep with people and say, why do you need to do that all the time? Why does everything have to surround having a drink? Everything has to surround any social, social situation. There has to be alcohol. And I'm curious to know, why does it have to be that way? I, I hope people listen to this. And this is my point number three. And just really get honest and curious with yourself about your habit, your curiosity, maybe your dependency on alcohol. And the dependency is going to come into number four, my fourth one that I learned. I believe I had used alcohol as a way to deal with stress. And I'm going to give you an example how and why. Now, I didn't necessarily experience this last year when I was alcohol th- alcohol free, but I experienced this a couple of weeks ago. So we are now in 2024. And I had an incredibly stressful Friday. My car broke down in the high school pickup line and I had to get a tow truck. And it was a very stressful three hours. I hate car stuff. I don't understand car stuff. My husband was out of town. It was just a disaster. And I had these thoughts of, I just want to go home and have a glass of wine. Like, I just want to go home and have a drink. That was a big deal for me to recognize that my mindset of my body was responding with, I want to go and have a drink and a drink. Like I deserved a drink because I had to deal with all of this stress. This just shows me that alcohol is used as a tool to deal with stress. And I'm sure you know that <laughs> I know it. I just didn't think I did it. That was a big aha moment for me that I just had a couple weeks ago. And I will tell you that I did not have a drink that night because I refused to use alcohol in that way because I want to use 2023 as learning. As like, what did I take away? What did I learn? I have had alcohol in 2024. I had my first glass of wine yesterday, which was January 21st. I enjoyed the glass of wine. I poured myself a second glass of wine and that second glass of wine went down the sink because I didn't want it. I didn't want to drink it. And that's another thing that I actually observed watching people in social settings. When they're being asked to have a drink or asked to take a shot or asked to do this, there are people who refuse it. And as adults putting peer pressure on their friends, no, 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 you have it, you have it. And you see people taking these drinks with these looks on their face like, this is disgusting, I don't want it. And why do you do it? Why are we falling into peer pressure? I get it. There's a piece of me that is questioning, did I start drinking again because of peer pressure? something I need to work through myself and figure out. I believe it wasn't, but the curiosity was there with, is it peer pressure? Yes, I'm having alcohol again, not drinking very much at all, 
but just still being cautious and mindful and curious around what my reasons are for having it and when I have it. And I want to ask you to do the same. I'm not asking anybody to give up alcohol. I just want you to think about your reasons why you drink it. How does it make you feel? Are you dependent on it? Has it become a habit? So listen, I talk about habits. We all have habits that serve us and we all have habits that don't serve us. Do we not try to do habits that don't serve us? Like eating junk food or going through, you know, drive through or staying up too late or being on my phone. Like those are all habits that do not serve us. And we try to make change to those things often, right? I'll be on my phone less, or I'm not going to go through the drive through as much, or I'm going to try to improve my eating, but we don't pay attention to the habit of drinking alcohol. And we don't understand how it doesn't serve us And how can we just make some tweaks? It's not about giving it up. Maybe it's cutting back. I want to use this episode as a way for you to get curious about yourself and your own journey with alcohol. And if you have any questions or even any feedback or any comments on this episode, did it trigger you? Did it bug you? Are you mad at me? Um, Do you have anything to say? I had some people say things to me last year with me not drinking, and I'm not going to get into it in this episode because uh, I'm still mad about it. I actually have talked about it in a former episode, but I'm going to leave that where it is right now and just want you guys to just think about it. Think about how you're feeling. Think about the people around you who drink and can you get curious about why they do it, how they do it? Like I love my kids call me nosy. I think it's curiosity and, you know, just taking a look around and just try to figure people out. Be curious more so about your own journey than anybody else's. And if you have any questions and need some guidance or kind of want to go through anything when it comes to alcohol, I'm no expert. It's just, I had a year of being alcohol free and I feel like I have some insight into the feelings and the thoughts and all of those things. So my friends, I hope you love this episode. I hope you share this episode. I hope you rate this episode. And I hope most importantly, I hope you guys have a pretty amazing week. I'm super excited to be on this journey of finding our midlife magic. And I hope you guys do something for you this week. Remember, it doesn't need to be big. It just needs to be done. Have an amazing day.